Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 136 in Edmonton. I'm going to head out to Wetaskiwin today, both myself and Camu. Hooking up with the folks from Brent Ridge Ford and Wetaskiwin, a 10-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. What does that mean? It means treating people fairly, fully transparent negotiations and making sure advertised prices include all accessories, fees, and taxes, with the exception of GST. If those attributes are important to you, phone our friends Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. Brent Ridge Ford, out in Wetaskiwin, where cars cost less. We welcome back to the show the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors, who uh, Jay Whitcroft, who's going to appreciate uh, this text that comes in on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh, Bob, you know oil con- all is good in oil country uh, when Stoffer is getting compliments on his wardrobe. That one comes to us from John. So suffice to say, Jay Whitcroft, uh, fans are excited here with the 5-0 and start. There's some good things happening, some greater depth, and as a result, you're getting some players that spent most of last season in Edmonton. Yep, yeah. Hey, Bob, how are you? Good. How um, you doing? I know. I bu- I'm doing good. I'm just glad you're wearing a shirt uh, after, and you didn't lose your shirt in Las Vegas. Oh, well, have reputation, uh, will travel. Yes. 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 Okay. So I'm glad um, that's positive and positive that uh, um, that you're getting compliments on your wardrobe. I think it's great. And obviously the startup in Edmonton has been fantastic. Yes. And yes, we, we've... Uh, We've uh, gotten some players sent to us last week that it's been a good portion of their their year last year in Edmonton, and uh, they're good players, and we're excited to add them to what we have going on down here. By the way, just just on the wardrobe stuff, uh, my wife sort of, uh, and my daughter now, because she's 18, uh, they, they, they sort of gear the direction on the clothing, and, you know, Kathy's like, dark suits are better black and, and and navy blue and blue those are the, the routes to go do you get coaching on your coaching attire 
Uh, you know what, when I first started, um, and I went from becoming a player to uh, transitioning into becoming a, a coach and working in the NHL, I, I got some similar advice and it was from, uh, my brothers and my, my parents and also my wife, uh, Jackie. And, uh, it was the same, same kind of advice, which was, Keep it simple. Uh, go with the staples of uh, dark suits, and uh, you can, you know, add a suit a, a, every year or two, and and go from there. But that's what I try and do. I have nothing, uh, nothing too flashy, and but uh, you can never go wrong. Uh, listen to your wife when it comes to fashion sense. Oh, well, it's okay. So I'll re- there's a, a basketball coach. He's now retired. His name is Jerry Hemmings. He coached the Brandon Bobcats, who won some national titles with players kicked out of the NCAA for point shaving. So these guys were pretty good players. And I'll never forget it. It was, it was the Tulane, it was called the Tulane Pipeline. They were at the University of Tulane when they got nailed for point shaving in the mid-80s. But I saw Jerry in the early 2000s, and I was doing the Golden Bears games, and we were having a team lunch in the next room, like the next sort of hotel room next to theirs. And our guys were all in suits and looked terrific. And he's like, look at your guys. Like, these guys look like pros. And there's been a push to get players um, more relaxed in terms of their clothing. And I'm not saying kids at 10 or 12 or 14 should be wearing suits because there's financial implications for that. But I do think when, when, when you're a pro, I do think you should be dressed like a pro. And I'd like to get your thoughts as a head coach on that. Yeah, it, uh, that's actually... As that topic has come up with obviously Arizona relaxed things, and then I think Toronto Maple Leafs uh, doing something similar. Uh, we've talked about it as a staff just down here, just in in passing. And one of the things that we talked about as a group was how um, come game day, the ability to put on a suit and look professional. Um, all of us in our playing careers, we valued that. Uh, we valued that we we're professionals and we were going to work, and this was this was expected of us when we went to uh, when we went to the rink. I I understand that norms change and and society evolves and whatnot, but on a personal level, it's not it's not our team policy or anything like that. On a personal level, I always felt as a player that that turned my brain on that it was game day and it was game time. And, um, you know, that was something that I was raised with uh, from my parents. It doesn't make it right or wrong. That's just, that was my personal feeling on it. All right. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers had to recall Stuart Skinner, who uh, his last start for you had a shutout. He carries himself like a pro and he gives his teams confidence. Now we saw that in the preseason here in Edmonton. He had a great training camp. How, you know, you had a couple tough games this weekend. I know you're not going to pinpoint it on the goaltending, but it is a loss for you when Skinner's up with the NHL team, isn't it? Yeah, certainly. Um, we've done uh, a lot of heavy lifting with Stewart over four years too, right? So, uh, you know, he's gone through stages in his development, uh, especially early um, where it wasn't necessarily just in a straight line. So to see him now and where he's at now, we have a understanding of where he's come from and how much work he's put in uh, to be the goaltender that he is today. And, and so we're excited about that. And when he gets called up, obviously that's that's our jobs. That's what we get excited about was when players um, get called to the NHL, and, and we're excited about that. I think when when um, 
we're then dealing with that situation. It's an opportunity for somebody else to step to the forefront. And we feel confident in the, the goaltenders that we do have here and, and Konovalov and Rodrigue. And, and both of them had an opportunity here this weekend to play. They made some good saves and they didn't get a whole lot of run support, but both of the games that we played on this weekend were they were one goal hockey games and uh, we were right there in both of them we felt we had the chance to win both of those games it didn't turn our way um, but there's some things that we can do better as a team we're certainly we're not going to pin it on our goaltending we're joined by Bakersfield Condors head coach Jay Woodcroft he's our Oilers now headliner today for Wilhawk beef jerky it just might be the best you've ever tasted search for Wilhawk W-I-L-H-A-U-K today William Lagason uh, got a little bit nicked up he blocked a shot against Vancouver in the last preseason game uh he joined your group this weekend I you know it's it's interesting with with Lagason to me I didn't sense uh, the same positive energy around him as in the past and I think he saw the writing on the wall a little bit I wonder if that gets to a guy he is on a one-way NHL deal but you get him back in the farm you got a lot of depth on defense right now don't you yeah we we certainly do we have uh Sam Marukov is poised to come back into the lineup very soon, and we've been going with seven D-men in in game. So, yeah, we have some depth back there, and and for William, um, we're excited to have him. You know, he's a he's a player who hasn't played in a lot of hockey games over the last two years. So we want to get um, some confidence back into his game, get him up to. Um, because we get to practice so much down here. You know, you're, right now you're playing two two games a week. You, if it's a busy week, if you play three games. So we want to build some pace in his game through practice and, and through some good practice reps. And then we want to continue to build some confidence uh, back into his game with game repetitions as well. He, uh, The good news for him and for us is that he has – um, a history down here in Bakersfield. He knows how we do things. Um, he's got a lot of equity with our coaching staff, and um, you know we know uh, the player he can be. And uh, he's gonna he's gonna work to to be in the conversation. That should there be a need to for a defenseman up top, that he he be the guy that that gets called up. But that's gonna take uh, some work here over time, and uh, we're excited to have him and, and have him part of our group back there. So you guys. Are- back in action are you not on Wednesday yes yeah this is one of those weeks for us where we will play three games we have Colorado coming in on Wednesday and then we head out to uh, Las Vegas to play uh, Henderson uh, back-to-back on Friday and Saturday yeah uh, without Manny Viros just want to pass along a note I know Manny's got a lot of friends in Edmonton and we're all pulling for him uh, he's taking yes. some time away from uh, the Henderson squad um, you know uh, circling back to Sam Marukov would you consider playing him as early as Wednesday, or do you think you might hold him out till the weekend? Yeah, I think it's it's in the hands of our doctors, and not okay. only of our doctors down here, but also in coordination with the the medical staff up top. And uh, we're excited when he will come back into the lineup. Uh, when that is, I'm not sure if it's going to be Wednesday or the weekend. I haven't touched base yet uh, with our training staff after our practice today, but it'll be soon. We're excited to have him. Obviously. Uh, you know, he got injured at the tail end of his year last year. He put a lot of work into rehabbing that injury and then and then had the unfortunate luck of, uh, you know, having his jaw 
broken on on kind of a weird play two shifts into his his rookie camp. So um, you know he's chomping uh, at the bit, so to speak, to get back into some game action. He's put some good work in uh, during our practices, but uh, you know he's excited to get back up and running here. All right, uh, two prospect updates uh, for the Oilers, and they're important ones. Uh, Philip Roberg, left shot defenseman. Uh, I know he's got the three points so far in your four games. What are you seeing out of him? He's been good. I think his game is coming. Um, we're like I said to you in conversations past. We're not trying to force anything with Philip. He's he is getting his minutes, but we're not forcing anything. We don't want to ask too much of him too soon. But his game is coming. Um, you know, at the offensive blue line, he's made some good plays, specifically on our power play. His skating and his ability to break the puck out uh, has been very good. We've been working with him on his defensive awareness and his urgency in getting back to pucks and using his time with it rather than getting to it. Um, but we're seeing positive signs in his game. He's playing good minutes, and uh, he's right where uh, he should be right now. Uh, sometimes it's actually easier for defensemen to play in the NHL than it is in the AHL. You've got more experienced players in the NHL. Everybody's kind of where they're supposed to be. And there's a frenetic nature of the hockey at the HL level. Uh, is that something that, uh, you know, Broberg's just going to have to realize it's a little bit different than the tempo and the pacing of the Swedish League? Yeah, I think so. Things happen quicker um, in on the North American ice sheet. Just there's less, there's less um, you know, room out there. So the, the dimensions of the sheet are so much different. So things happen faster. I think the game itself is just played faster on our ice surface. And guys uh, in the American Hockey League, are they're a whisker away from their dream of playing in the National League. So they are coming. They are coming hard uh, on four checks. They are going to you know, sprint to establish body position, net front. So all those little things... Um, that are happening here in the American League, I agree with you. What If he can get those down at this level, once he gets to the National Hockey League, I think it, there's even more uh, structure. It's almost an easier game to play because you know exactly where your teammates are going to be based on pre-scouts. You know where the opponent's going to be. Um, like you said, it's less frenetic at that level. So if he can get that down here and work on uh, those small life habits that we're trying to work with him on, you know, it'll set himself, he will set himself up for success at the highest level. All right. Earlier in the show today, Jay, uh, we were talking about Ryan McLeod and I brought up Darren Helm with Detroit. And this is right up your alley because you were with the Red Wings at that time. Helm came up. He was part of the championship in 07 08 where you were working in a coaching uh, support role at that time. Uh, and then, lo and behold, he ended up having to play 55 or so games down in the minors next year. Next year, Helm could fly. He's a left shot center, not overly physical. Do you see some similarities with maybe what Ryan McLeod's going through? And are they similar type of players? Yes, uh, they are. And and uh, it's interesting because Helmer's development. Uh, I think he played in his first two years. He played more playoff games than he did regular season games. And I think he he hadn't scored in the regular season, but he had scored in the playoffs uh, over his first two years of his career, I believe. Um, but yes, I see similarities. Obviously, um, both are elite skaters. They can get in on the forecheck. Um, 
I think Ryan McLeod has more offensive upside than uh, maybe Darren did. Um, but I, I, you know, they're both good penalty killers. Their speed through the middle of the rink. Um, I think McLeod's bigger, bigger body frame. Um, you know, and Darren Helms had a pretty good NHL career and had some success. I think uh, your your what you're getting at is that you know rarely is development linear where where it's just automatic okay he's played a certain amount of games in the nhl then the next year he's going to play this amount of games sometimes uh you go back and forth and our approach with ryan as he's come back down here to bakersfield is to to continue to work on the details in his game so that when he gets that call back that he stays up for good and so for us, it's it's stopping on pucks in D zone. It's going to hard areas offensively, um, in and holding him to account at this level, so that when he gets called back up eventually, um, you know he's full of confidence and, and feeling good about his game. Jay, great stuff. Good luck Wednesday, and we'll hook up early next week with you. Okay. Thanks, Bob. Take care. You bet. That is the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors, Jay Woodcroft, who joins us every Monday on Oilers Now with our farm report. Hey, we should get that thing sponsored. Uh, anyhow, uh, yes, Jay was our headliner today for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever had. You can uh, search for Wilhawk at W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Royal Pizza, pizza past, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years for a menu and a list of their 14 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stauffer recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. Into at 152 in Edmonton, the stay in orders history for New West Travel. Again, uh, you heard Dennis Oliberti uh, tell you, you can check out uh, New West Travel. Just NewWestTravel.com. They've got the upcoming Oilers roadie into Seattle. Uh, we're going to go old school before Brendan Escott was born. I, I hate to admit it, but uh, you know what? I was at this game. <laughs> go for it. I, and I was only 19. I only had one chin back then. 1985, Wayne Gretzky has a goal and two assists as the Oilers beat the Flames 5-3 at Northlands to move to 6-1 and one on the young season. Kevin McClellan and Paul Baxter dropped the gloves in that one. Grant Fuhr made uh, 26 saves for the win. we got to get Kevin McClellan on the show. He's actually working in Alberta. He was unbelievable at the uh, Kevin Lowe Toast of the Town event. Brendan, in that fight between Kevin McClellan and Paul Baxter, Baxter had a sneaky, a lot of guys thought he was a sneaky, dirty player, but he didn't like getting hit. So he'd get a couple shots in on you, and McClellan took him apart in the second half of that fight. All right, uh, tomorrow, it is a fluid show other than the fact that Sportsnet's Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta presenting live thoroughbred racing Century Mile every Friday and Saturday post time now at 5.15 p.m. You can watch and wager online at hbibet.com. So Speckle join us from 12.30 to uh, 1.30. We're working on a couple other guests. Reed Wilkins has Inside Sports Night. What's he got shaking? Rob Brown and Jack Cookson on what the value of that Tom Brady football might be worth. Jack's a great guy. Pro-Am Sports, no question about that. Could easily host a sports show if he wanted to. Uh, coming up next, Jalen Knight at 3 to 6. Chris passed along this note. The fall sitting of the Alberta legislature is underway today, and the government says jobs, diversifying the economy, and fighting COVID 19 will be the focus. What can officials do to regain the confidence of the electorate and move the province forward? And what messages should the opposition NDP be sending? 
Dr. Dwayne Bratt joins Jalen and I to break it down just after the 3 o'clock news. Again, up next, Eileen Bell with a global news weather traffic update, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3. Jalen, 3 to 6, Monday through Friday. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.